The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the Lord, that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them, you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me and that you love them even as you love me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me because you love me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name and I will make it known that the love with which you love me may be in them and I in them. The Gospel of the Lord. In the Gospel today, Jesus continues to unfold before us his utmost desire. It's a continuation of the Gospel yesterday, and it's, a, it's one of those long prayers of Jesus that can be found in the gospel. And he continues to unfold his utmost desire. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Aside from the desire of Christ for unity, he wants us to experience the same glory that he is experiencing with the Father. The same glory. No more, no less. In short, the ultimate desire of God is complete union with him. And how did Christ achieve that? Through obedience to the will of the Father. I've mentioned before that obedience comes from the word or the Latin word audiere, which means, which means to listen. God's glory begins in listening. Let's listen to one another, enter into dialogue. In the gospel today, Jesus does not pray for tolerance or getting along or just being nice to each other. He does not even pray that our difference, differences would be eliminated. Instead, he prays for our oneness. He prays that we would be one as he and the Father are one, so that our oneness 
would be the revelation of God's presence to the world. Unity is not achieved with uniformity or even by eliminating differences, but rather it is achieved by looking at the other primarily as a subject of love. You know, the unity that exists in the Trinity with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit does not eliminate differences, you know, the, the, because they retain their individuality. The Father is still the Father. Jesus is still the Son. The Holy Spirit is still the paraclete. You could still see the unique differences among them. It's not, they are not uniform. But we find in them the greatest unity that we could ever find because it's primarily rooted in love. Far too long, the human person has dealt with each other through our differences and divisions without looking the other as a person that I need to love. And we can see where that has gotten us. We need not only to look at the world, or we need only to look at the world, read the newspaper, or watch the news. When we deal with one another through our divisions, violence ensue. We hunker down to defend our position without looking the other, primarily first and foremost, as a presence of God. There is no oneness in that. Though Jesus is praying to the Father, you and I will be in large part be the ones to answer the prayer of Jesus. And we answer his prayer every time we choose how to love, who to love, and where to love. And it's time to answer the prayer of Jesus and deal with one another, first and foremost, the first step in love to love. So I wonder, who are the boundaries that await our love? 